0: Good afternoon, this is a cotton seed only update for January 3rd, 2023. Cotton seed prices have seen a nice little bounce here now that ginning is slowing down and is finishing in many parts of the country. We've seen about a $40 a ton bump in the Memphis North market. We've gone from that uh, ultra low price of 310 where a number of gins had to sell seed to uh, create room as their warehouses were filling up and we're around a 350 market right now for JFM. North Carolina is around $300 a ton. We got down around the 270 area, uh, again, for seed that had to move in the spot market. Georgia's is holding around 300. West Texas is around $460 a ton. And continues to be a very solid driver of demand for seed in the southeast uh, as we ship seed uh, from the Carolinas and Georgia and the Mid-South into West Texas to backfill the the disaster that was in West Texas to feed the oil mills and the dairies in that area. So nice little bounce here. We talked about that in the last audio update. We felt like that as ginning was winding down, we'd get a little bounce, allow us to get caught up on some sales if needed. The good news is we were able to capture you know, some pretty heavy selling toward the late part of the summer, early gin run, where we felt like the combination of, of oil mills that were caught short, dairies caught short, uh, would create a pretty heavy lift in seed prices. We did get that, allowing us to get very aggressive on our marketing. So we really shouldn't be sitting on a lot of cottonseed but as far as the price action going forward, the normal seasonal price action is that we, we get a little bounce as ginning winds down into early, late January. We get a little sell-off into February, March as uh, gins need a little bit of money and and dairy demand uh, is is pretty soft for that time of year. Oil mills have enough coverage for the first quarter. Uh, We see a little softness in prices into March, and then we start our summer rally in April going forward. Uh, As far as the, the, the fundamentals of the market, We still believe that the crop is overstated by the government of some million bales. That would take about 300,000 tons of cotton seed off the balance sheet, tightening that balance sheet, I think, pretty dramatically. Uh, The crush margins have held in there, and and so the oil mills have been engaged. Good news. So they were the heaviest buyer of seed in the fall. Uh, Now that Argentinian uh, soybean crop is burning up, Remember, they're mostly a heavy uh, exporter of meal and oil. They don't sell a lot of soybeans in the market, but that should keep meal and oil values globally well supported. Uh, and, and and that should indirectly help keep cottonseed meal and oil values relatively well supported for the rest of the year. So, we're expecting the crusher to stay engaged in the seed market for the rest of the year, even at these high prices. The dairy uh, is the challenge. The milk has fallen back to $18 a hundredweight. And so, dairy demand, we, we lost it toward the tail end of the summer, we lost it into early fall. We did regain some of that dairy demand uh, here in early December with this hard drop in seed prices. We did see some dairy buying, uh, so the dairies that are engaged are pretty much hand-to-mouth buyers. We don't have a lot in the way of forward coverage on at the dairy level because of how high-priced the seed was. And so it makes it far more challenging to understand the dairy demand without a big forward book on but we suspect that, um, you know, with these prices now, we should see reasonable hand-to-mouth buying. Not spectacular, not great, but reasonable. Uh, most of the resellers I talk to say that prices have to drop $20, $30 a ton back down to get the dairy demand fully engaged. Uh, they would like to see that. Um, you know, it just depends on the supply side whether we're going to see that price drop or not. We are starting to see some import uh increases in export inquiries and so the U.S. is competitive February forward on the export market and that should last through about May until Australia harvests their crop so we'll have about a three or four month window we, we should see some export business that ought to help the North Carolina South Carolina Georgia market with uh, container business in that area uh, so if I add it all up here, um, it looks like if we, can, if we can get keep the oil mill uh, demand engaged, get a little export business, keep the dairy right where it is, we could see a normal seasonal jump in prices in that April-May time frame. You know, maybe we get a $40-$50 ton rally, get that Memphis North market up to $400, get that North Carolina market up to $340, $350, get that Texas market maybe pressing a little closer to $500. Um, you know it may not stay there very long part of that depends on the grains and whether we get a rally there i am bullish the grains so i think they'll be uh, they'll instead of being a a headwind like they've been over the last several months they will be a tailwind helping us uh, toward the spring and summer like they did last year we may not see the record high prices in grains but we could see a high enough price to help cottonseed prices move higher So um, we are pretty heavily sold and we were able to take advantage of those high prices. So we shouldn't have a lot of inventory to worry about here, Um, but I would, you know, mentally prepare yourself for, um, you know, not doing a lot over the next two or three months and looking for that April forward to finish out this year's marketing. We are expecting a drop in planted acres for next year of some 2 million acres, maybe closer to three. It's hard to know right now today um you know but soybeans and corn certainly outpace uh uh, cotton revenue Uh, but i think a number of farmers are committed with these these planters these uh, expensive uh um harvesting equipment and and commitments that they've made to gins for the long term uh we you know from a pure revenue standpoint should see something closer to 30 percent drop but most of most of my accounts in the Delta are telling me they're going to be down about 20 percent on acres. In the Southeast, it'll be 20, maybe 25 percent. And in Texas, it'll be the Upper Panhandle where we'll lose the acres where they have more flexibility in crop rotations. And of course, Lubbock South, there's be little to no uh, acreage loss as we have to plant cotton in that area. So then it's just a game of moisture levels. Uh, do we go back to normal historical abandonment levels? historical yields if we do we could make a a bigger crop than we made this year so you know we're expected to make around a 13 to 14 million bale crop so it's conceivable that next year we lose a couple million acres but we make a 16 million bale cotton crop then it's just down to demand so we're certainly going to have more supply i think crush margins will remain relatively well supported and it'll just be the dairy that'll be the variable uh, as to whether you know seed prices hold in there or not. Right now, I'm not super optimistic about the dairy demand at these levels. <clears throat> so um, if we get a rally in the spring in old crop and it takes new crop prices with it, I'm expecting uh, to get moderately aggressive on sales in that April-May-May-June period for new crop. Uh, get aggressive on gin run sales and do some light protection there as I worry about dairy demand for next fall. It may not be there to keep this market stable if we make a normal crop so a lot of a lot of variables to consider here i'm not too worried about anything at the moment uh, but we're going to hang in there for the next several months expect some chop and grind here uh, but i would be expecting on the old crop market a 30 40 maybe 50 dollar ton rally to finish out old crop sales and then start focusing on new crop that's the update hope you have a wonderful evening talk to you soon